Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Jamal Williams, Kurt Rambis, Joey Devine, Michael Dalton. temporary host of the round ball rock podcast and we are here with an all lakers episode (laughs) Uh, that voice you're hearing right now is my friend your uncle dad sean keen sean how are you hey i'm pretty good pretty good um and we're here with uh all things lakers we always bring in our good friend uh america's only smart lakers fan julian rodriguez <laughs> he's driving in a car right now julian how are you i'm good i'm uh, on my way to uh palmdale the, the hometown of paul george no that's mm-hmm. not los angeles no it's not. <laughs> it's definitely, it is los angeles county 
not real Los Angeles, <laughs> as, 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 as many will have you believe. <laughs> many people who are not from LA. Really. Uh, but yes, uh, that's what I'm. That's what I'm up to. I don't sound too bad, do I? No, you you sound fine. Um, okay. Uh, some business right off the top. Uh, Patreon.com slash RoundRockPod is where you can hear our Jack Reacher podcast, Fists Like Thanksgiving Turkeys. Uh, we have two new episodes to put up. That'll pro- I'll probably put those up right after recording this, actually. And uh, <laughs> uh, you can buy T-shirts from us in the link at the description of the show on our Public store. Use that link, please, to buy anything on Public. It uh, really helps us out. Uh, again, though, patreon.com slash roundrockpod. Join our Discord. It's always popping off. Follow us on Twitter at roundrockpod. Email us at roundrockpod at gmail.com or call us on the phone in the number in the description of the episode. Speaking of which, guys, we actually got a call. So um, uh, let's do that real quick. Sean and Joey can't come to the phone right now, but luckily phones are the domains of me, a robot. If you know the extension of Tillman Fertita, please dial it now. Press 1 to have a single beer with Zach Lowe. Press 2 for Senegal-related inquiries. Press 3 for Movie Times read by Brooke Lopez. Press 33 to hear problematic things Bill Simmons wrote in the early 2000s. Press 0 at any time to leave a message for Sean and Joey. That's right, you two can leave a message for Sean and Joey, just dial 323-682-0342. Once again that number is, 323-682-0342, please give me a call, being a robot is a solitary road. Alright, and uh, we got a call from um, Frank Vogel, the coach of the Lakers, believe it or not. Uh, Here we go. Hey, what's up, Laker fans? This is Coach Frank Vogel. I just wanted to share with everyone that I fell in love with an emo girl. I'm in love with an emo girl. I fell in love with an emo girl. All I want is an emo girl. All right. Thank you. Let's go, Lakers. Uh, That's right. Frank Vogel is in love with emo girl, Uh, just like our friend Machine Gun Kelly. See him in theaters in Jackass Forever. (laughs) Um, uh, speaking of the Lakers, uh, and coach Frank Vogel, uh, I guess we have to play this. What's up Lakers fans. Coach Frank Vogel here. Um, Sean, do you want to run us through, uh, some things that have been going on with the Lakers since about the all-star break? Yeah, let's go through. So... Uh, okay, so so the trade deadline is right before the All Star break. That is to that's the Boogie Cousins rule, I would say, mm-hmm. who got traded after the All Star game. They don't want that to happen again. Uh, so LeBron, oh, and the Lakers did not make any moves at the deadline. Um, no, they did finally cut DeAndre Jordan weeks later. But yeah, however, they could have just traded him and included the money for his salary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and save themselves a bunch of money. I'm going to say that uh, 
maybe maybe both sides bear some responsibility, but the Lakers front office has not been acting competent. Mm-mm. No, uh, they ditched DeAndre Jordan for DJ Augustin, mm-hmm. uh, Orlando Magic playoff hero. Uh, he's also actually older than DeAndre Jordan. The Lakers <laughs> got older with that move. Um, but LeBron was unhappy, and LeBron was talking about. So here's here's a few things that they he said during the break. Uh, he said that he was intent on playing with his son Bronny James. Mm-hmm. Once he was eligible in 2024, mm-hmm. uh, he said that even though Rob Polinka said that the team was on board with the team staying put at the deadline, that was not true. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> apparently, they were they could have traded Westbrook in a 2027 first round pick for John Wall. I'm not sure that actually helps, but that was apparently on the table. <laughs> and he also said he wasn't ruling out a return to Cleveland. He said the door's not closed on that. I'm not saying I'm coming back and playing. I don't know. I don't know what my future holds. I don't even know when I'm free. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Frank Vogel. Uh, wait, hold on. You said his name. What's up, Lakers fans? Coach Frank Vogel here. What did he say, Sean? <laughs> he said, I enjoyed the time with my family. Great. That's what he said about the All-Star break. Um, <laughs> so, uh, and then, Let's before we you know get what, to what let's, happened let's, let's, here, let's ask Julian. Julian, how's this Lakers season been going for you, a Lakers fan? I mean, man, this is, the, this is like the, the most, like, this is the shittiest Lakers season ever, I think. Because, <laughs> uh, like, there, there have been, in the last 10 years, there have been some very shitty Lakers teams, right? Mm-hmm. But the difference this year is that. Yeah, the the ones in between now, like where all the when they had all the all, when they were tanking for draft position, for reason, like there was something to there's a payoff, right? Mm-hmm. Now there's no real payoff, and then also, um, you know, the the season that people I think would most like likely compare this one to would be the Dwight year. Yeah. Um, but at least with that year, the moves that led them to that were like generally regarded. It. They were like it was the process and the. the and what they were trying to do made sense. Right. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They traded for two of the best players in you know, the NBA, were, and it just yeah, and they both, didn't And work. they were both hurt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a bad luck thing, and then, you know, uh, you know, and Kobe ran himself into the ground, and then, you know, whatever. Like, shit happens. This is kind of like, you know, they're, they're, they got one foot in the star service. They're, they're not all in on anything right now. Right. Like, they let LeBron pick Westbrook right but then now that they're kind of they, they're like fuck you we're not gonna tra- we're not gonna trade a 2027 pick which I uh-huh. agree with but I feel like if you're gonna take a stance you should have taken it in not trading for Russell Westbrook <laughs> <laughs> like you know who could really help them this year that. Kyle Kuzma DeMar DeRozan yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kyle Kuzma I don't like you know, and especially hearing, you know, DeMar DeRozan say publicly that he thought that the rape was going to happen. Uh-huh. Pretty, uh, pretty not good. Like, he's also he's from Los good. Angeles. I'd rather have, I'd rather, yes, he, actually, yes, he is. And I'd rather have, um, you know, but even the Buddy Heel trade. Whereas, like, I get the, I get the thought process, even. It's just, the thing with the Westbrook trade is, like, I get the idea that they felt like, okay, all we needed was a healthy LeBron and AD at the 
come playoff time to, you know, like to be able to to get out of the West. Like, that, okay, that's defensible. But also, like, why? But what I don't get is why have this guy who can't help you if their two stars are healthy? Like, why? Like, <laughs> right, okay, right. If you're operating from the assumption that you just like you just having a healthy LeBron and AD is not a possibility, like I don't know, it just doesn't seem like the best best place to be doing from. Um, but yeah, this season is just like it's really weird. Um, it, LeBron, it, like you guys have mentioned this, LeBron is like the inverse of late career Kobe right now, and it makes it very weird. Whereas Kobe was like happy with like being basically. Like big ticket Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah, yeah. In yeah, the last yeah, yeah. two years, where he's just like, I'm gonna, this team isn't any good, but I'm at peace with it, and we're gonna put on a, sh- like, I'm gonna put on a show, I'm gonna, like, you know, bandage myself together for as many games as I can, and uh-huh. let them see me. Like, that, 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 that and, somehow, that somehow. <laughs> And, and, and every night, the weirdest thing season. Kobe did was, and every night I'm going to tell the local media of whatever city I'm in how much I love whatever young player they have. Or it'll be like, yes. wow, Gordon Hayward, he's great out there. <laughs> yeah. Gonna, and he was like, clearly just, lying. <laughs> like, I'm going to let these guys just farm quotes for like NBA Twitter. Kobe for, loves for, Gordon for, Hayward, Joey, 20, come on. For 20 people. Who were on two online was basically what that year. Yeah, <laughs> of, of, of nice media, of, of nice Kobe media sessions amounted to. Um, yeah, you know, but like, yeah, it's just it's super. It's just a really weird, and then just like the basketball is just brutal. Like, well, let's like, talk like, about that real quick. Uh, yeah, what is a positive? Is there any positive from what's happened to the Lakers this year, Malik basketball Monk? wise? Malik Monk and Austin Reeves, mm-hmm. like that's 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 about it. Um, it does a you know, it does feel a little bit like they found another Alex Caruso in Austin Reeves. Um, I will say that, which like, is even more upsetting. <laughs> oh right, yeah. There is, because there is a confident there is a confident um, faction that exists in the front office. It's just the one that doesn't have any power. <laughs> right, like, it's they like do, they do they do a really good job with that kind of shit. But they lose those guys all the time. <laughs> yeah, they're caught like like it's, Josh Hart was a second round pick, right? Or was he the last pick of the first no, he was round? Like, like to the first round. Even like Thomas Bryant's pick. a really good late round pick. <laughs> Kuzma was like twenty seventh. Like like the scouting is there. Um, right. Like you know, there's just so many. The league is littered with guys that they got for like nothing. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And I'm fine with. And, and, and the only reason I'm fine with them always trading them is because that the. the the unfortunate part of having a good, like, they have a great, they're good at scouting and finding guys, but they're fucking terrible at developing them. Mm-hmm. C1 Talon Horton Tucker. Yes, exactly. So it makes it very easy to be like, oh, we'll just trade this guy. He's not good. And then, you know, you trade them and, like, I mean, I get the, I get trading Kuzma. I, I don't think he was happy. I think he, he mm-hmm. kind of run its course. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I get it. Like, you know, you're a big forward, and the two best teams, the two best players on on your team are big forwards. Like, I, I get, like, he's getting to do things that he couldn't do on the Lakers now, and it's not like he's, like, I mean, he's he's a good player, but he was a good player before that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, uh... I mean, it, he's it, it still is, the NBA's Pete Davidson, I'll tell you that much. Anyway, keep oh, going. <laughs> that's a big, that's like... You know, in, in, uh, how, how famous, alright, alright. What, what would happen, what would happen if Russia detained Pete Davidson? 
<laughs> uh, I think Kanye West would defect there. Um, like, isn't that what's next for Kanye West is a Steven Seagal-esque defection to some weird country? <laughs> yeah, but it's like a country it would probably be like, a country that he could, like, own. Yeah. Right. Like, it would be, <laughs> it would be, it would, it would be way sadder and worse than Steven Seagal, because, like, he, like, people would die as a direct result of Kanye defecting to their country. <laughs> Steven Seagal's just like a guy. <laughs> <laughs> a guy who was definitely more famous than Brittany Griner. I, got, I have I must Yeah, say. yeah, yeah. But, um, <laughs> but, you know, it doesn't matter. All right, so, Sean... So, actually, let's, let's, ask, let's ask Julian. So, we're, we're running through the timeline of things that happened here since the All-Star break. Uh, how did you feel... About all the weird shit LeBron said during the all. I mean, I didn't care. Like, it's like, it's like, I mean, I think most Laker fans who were pay, who paid any attention to like the LeBron kind of the the arc that he has with teams was like the idea that he was going to retire was not something that he could be invested in. It could happen, and I think, and I, think, and I still think it could happen because I think ultimately. He doesn't want to move, but not because right, right, right. He has right? And I do think that like playing for the Clippers is beneath him. Like I don't think I think that he's like he's enough of a brand whore to like, even though they're way more confident than the Lakers right now, um, and their owner isn't like cheap. Mm-hmm. Uh, like from a basketball decision, that would be smart of him. But I I think he's I think he's he's too much of a brand guy to ever to ever. I, I mean, to me, there's only but, one logic. There, yeah. To me, there's only one logical place he could go after this, and it's the Knicks, right? Like from yeah. a LeBron yeah, brand that, thing. I don't, I, 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 yeah, because well, well, he could do the Cavs, but I don't think the Cavs want. Him. No, the like, Cavs. I, I, I don't think want him at all. That, They're done with him. <laughs> yeah, like like that's that's it, dude. We need to like actually build a team. I mean, it I could depend on, on you. He could maybe go back to Miami, but Pat Riley would have to be okay with that, right? Like, yeah, Pat Riley would like demand that he gets to like punch him in the nuts one time, and then everything, <laughs> and then they're good. They have a clean slate. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't. I, I, yeah, I don't think he would do Miami either, because I think LeBron just wants to like boss people around <laughs> passively. That's what he wants. Like, I think that's what at this at this stage. I think that's the one thing that he always has going for him. His knee doesn't always feel good, or like you know, and the Lakers are not good, but he can always like do passive aggressive shit right now. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Ev always. Like always. And then it's, it set the internet on fire with like some like something he you know just have Dave McMenamin say anything. <laughs> that could be inter- that could be interpreted as like an underhanded shot at anyone. It doesn't even have to be on the Lakers. <laughs> Or, right, or, right, right. Or an endorsement of right, an endorsement of anything. He said a th- like he said a nice thing about fucking um about about uh Presty and people went nuts. <laughs> like oh, that was incredible. Okay, like all right, what, what are we doing here? <laughs> like he's not he's not gonna. First of all, we know that LeBron is not like he's never once valued. Daryl Morey has pursued him multiple times. <laughs> we, know, we know he doesn't care. He doesn't care about a good GM. <laughs> 
Like the one time, the one time that happened it was the one time he left the team on bad terms. talk about uh my bookie uh march, oh yeah march is here and the madness has officially begun sean are you mad i'm pretty mad i'm i'm into i'm into some like you can bet on a lot in my bookie and i'm i'm fairly mad right now it's time for you to shoot your shot and score big on the non-stop action with my bookie predict winners in each round of the my bookie bracket contest for a chance to win a Bitcoin, a Doodle NFT, currently valued at over $50,000, and over $100,000 more in cash prizes. Whether you're filling out multiple brackets, betting the national championship winner, or simply looking for player and game props, my bookie has you covered. Sean, speaking of props, uh, I found a good one. On my oh, good. Um okay. You can bet on who will play Madonna in her biopic. Oh, thank God. I've been wanting to for so long, Joey. And you know what bet I'm going to make? Uh, you can bet that Michael Jackson's daughter, Paris Jackson, will play Madonna <laughs> in her biopic. And you That's get it for 21. plus 2,000. All right, so who who's the who's the leader? Who's the clubhouse leader? I guess Julia Garner. Julia Garner, Garner at plus one twenty. Florence Pugh plus two hundred. Sydney Sweeney plus one fifty. Sky Ferreira plus two fifty. Uh, uh, BB Rexhaw plus five hundred, and Evan Rachel Wood at plus eight hundred. Who feels. A little older than a lot of those people. Yeah, um. Julia Garner feels like I guess she. I guess I can see that now that I'm looking at her face. I just think mm -hmm. of her as um, Ruth from Ozark, who is not very Madonna-like. Mm -hmm. Wow, did you know that she's um, she's married to the lead singer of Foster the People? I did not. Are are that's like. Uh, th that's like that port those that Portland fa those Portland fans, right? Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sign up today with my book and use promo code Roundball to make your first deposit, earning a free entry into the My Bracket contest. Gotta get that Doodle NFT. Selections for the bracket <laughs> will officially begin on March thirteenth and close March seventeenth at twelve p.m. Make sure you get your deposit in now with. Promo code ROUNDBALL to secure that free entry. ROUNDBALL, it's easy to remember. We talk about it all the time. All the time. <laughs> uh, bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Um, so, Julian, what happened after the, uh, uh, the All-Star uh, break where LeBron said all that shit? Do you remember? Well, he got mad at me. He got, he got the deep, like, <laughs> gaslit Bill Orham. That was a crazy... <laughs> I did, did not expect him to go, out, go so hard at Bill Orham. He really shit on Bill Orham, which was fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> then, he, then, he, 
to stop threatening Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> <laughs> guys, okay. Which, which yeah. won't be the first time someone has to tell Lakers fans to stop threatening someone. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. No, it, it will not be. So, it's also... I, so, so, I think can I... Can, that's one thing this season is... I guess the second one we'll get to, but I don't think I've ever seen anybody, uh, like, openly... Anybody in Lakers royalty openly asked, like, or go online to tell people to not threaten people. Usually, they just let it ride. Yeah, right. Um, so yeah, guess, this has had to happen twice, actually. Um, I, don't, I don't know uh, about about anything, but uh, it's been interesting. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm gonna read you LeBron's apology tweet. Uh, Ad Bill Orem and, and I had a candid conversation about the game tonight, and I know he has a job to do. I know what he wrote wasn't truthful because it never came from me, but I get it. All caps. Sources run this game. Nevertheless, nevertheless, hashtag Laker Nation, let him be because he ain't a bad guy. Praying hands, fist hand, king emoji. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, like, LeBron is the king of sources. Like, yeah. And literally things that he was saying there. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like openly. Um, yeah. I would say that the next important thing that happened is uh, uh, it there was a, a story came out that uh, um, Rob Palenka and Rich Paul and Jeannie Buss met for two hours, right? Isn't that what happened yeah, next? Yeah, on February, on February 26th. And oh, wait, LeBron... no. Before that, wait, there was that story about Kurt Rambis well, that, uh, yes. Trying to take uh, over the coaching staff, right? Didn't that well, happen had, in between? <laughs> uh, he was, yes. he was, they reported that he was sitting in on meetings and I guess advising them to run the triangle offense. And I he guess, wanted them or... to start DeAndre Jordan. He <laughs> wanted them he to play a... Howard and Jordan together. That's right. And do, you think, do you think he had an earpiece in and Linda was giving him those instructions? His wife, Linda, <laughs> the shadow GM of the Los Angeles Lakers. <laughs> Who who apparently made Jerry West uh it's so the Lakers recently uh well not recently, this season uh took away Jerry West's lifetime tickets. Did you know that? I did not know that. Julian, did you That's know incredible. that? I did not know that. And <laughs> uh he so the the article in The Athletic about, you know, the greatest they were doing their 75 greatest players of all time. And I think Jerry West was like 12 or something. But the whole article is mostly Jerry West talking about how much his feelings are hurt and how he's never going to reconcile with the Lakers. And he says, like, uh, well, and the reason is that uh, while they were recruiting Kawhi Leonard, it turned out that Jerry West had been bad mouthing the Lakers a lot. Mm hmm. And like, well, what a shitty organization they were. And so um, soon after that, I believe Ryan West was fired or reassigned or let go or something. And Jerry took that personally. And then this year, uh, the team took away his season tickets and he did not name names, but it was very clear in the article that he was talking about Linda Rambis. He was like, <laughs> well, you know, there's someone close to Jeannie West who has a problem with me. And it's like, yeah, she's she's been mad at him since they hired Phil Jackson to replace Kurt. Like, like <laughs> literally decided she hated Jerry West on that. And actually, within a year, uh, Phil Jackson had forced Jerry West out of the Lakers organization. So, <laughs> and somehow, like, befriended the Rambuses. Like, they, 
I mean, that's that's he's an amazing guy. But uh, yeah, that that was the uh, Phil Jackson is that so was the Jerry West issue. Phil Jackson is hilarious. Like, <laughs> yeah, he like he like immediately he got there. Is, is like good. Well, everybody, everybody was so um mad and like the Rambus camp, and somehow within like two months, he was sleeping with Jeannie. And like had befriend like Linda was the the linchpin, and suddenly Gentle Jackson. Yeah, he like single white female Jerry West. Um, he's like, oh, Kurt Rambis, yeah. I hate this guy replaced me, and Phil's like, this guy's got a good basketball mind. He's gonna be my assistant. <laughs> like, and I'm sleeping with the owner's girlfriend, and then Jerry West daughter, was like, I, I daughter. gotta quit. Oh, daughter, <laughs> daughter, I gotta quit. Um. So, Sean, what happened in the uh? Paul Palenka bus two-hour meeting. So this was to clear the air, uh, mainly because uh, <laughs> Clutch Media and uh, LeBron had been complaining so much that <laughs> Rich Paul, Rob Palenka, and Jeannie Buss had a two-hour meeting. Uh, LeBron's comment was that he had no idea that was happening. He said, <laughs> I heard it like just like you guys heard it. You guys saw the report. I saw the report. I was literally just trying to get away from the game as much as I could before this later stage takes over. But I think it's important that it always stays transparent between us, and we don't really care about the outside noise. Joey, where could that outside noise have been coming from? Um, uh, Adele? <laughs> uh, so that's what that's what they've been doing. Oh, also, the, the Laker fans actually booed LeBron and the Lakers when they lost to the Pelicans. And, uh, Julian, I'm not sure. Yeah. Is that do they? Is that like, I was there. pretty rare? Oh, you were at that game. I was there with Reina. It was awesome. It was your daughter's first so Laker game. <laughs> Yeah, she had a great time, but uh, people were fucking pissed. I mean, it was like, the, it was honestly one of the worst. You know, when you're at a game, and especially like I'm, I'm with my kids, so I'm not like fully invested in the game. Yeah, so, yeah, like, whenever yeah. I'm paying whenever I was paying attention, I'm like, holy shit, this is bad. Like, this is really, you know, right after the game was like, LeBron needs a rest. <laughs> was, her, was her takeaway. She's six years old, right? Like, or, he, yes, he needs a break. Is what she said. He won't take a break. Like he did play a lot of minutes in the in the game. And he played like a, a lot down. of minutes. And she, doesn't yeah. and she doesn't. She doesn't understand any of that shit. But she like understood like when I when I she noticed the first time he came out of the game. Right. Mm-hmm. She doesn't understand that you substitute. Like that was her learning about substitutions. Like, oh, okay, that makes sense. You know, you get tired and then you take a break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she was like constantly noticing that he wasn't taking that he didn't really. <laughs> And like they're just losing by more and more points, and she was like, "I think LeBron needs a break. This, they're, they're not going to win." She said, "They're not going to win." When they got down by, she, she asked me in the third quarter. She asked me, uh, "Do they? Do you lose points ever in basketball?" And I was like, "No, you add points." And she's like, "Then, then the Lakers aren't going to win." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, they're probably, they're probably not going to win." Um, and then, uh, yeah. But she she insisted on staying the whole game. Um, um did she boo when yeah, the was, rest of the Lakers fans booed? It was booed. an energy. No, she, she did not boo. She uh, did not boo. Like, That's good. It wasn't full on. It was it wasn't full on, but people were yelling shit. And like we were sitting in the two hundred section, like um, West Brick. Like, people were just they like, were yelling West Brick, which we'll yeah, get to in a minute. Like, <laughs> there, there was there 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 was a couple guys like who got a decent 
lottery pick chant going. Uh, which, <laughs> you know, uh, but uh, like it was just the, the vibe. The vibe was not good. And even when the Lakers are bad, like, you know, and you guys have been to like staple Lakers staple center game where mm-hmm. it's like they do a good job of game ops, like to make it like still feel like it matters, but it did not feel feel like it mattered this time. Like it was <laughs> it, even the, the, the very good Lakers game ops presentation couldn't like mask the, the stink of this game. Like, it was really bad. Uh, uh, LeBron's quote yeah. after the game was kind of incredible. He said, listen, I ride or die with the Laker faithful. So they boo, I'm with them. They scream, I'm with them. I'm 20 years into this league. I don't care about a boo here, a boo there, a cheer. Whatever they want to do, let's do it. We're all together. Which is essentially him co-signing uh, just booing Russell booing Westbrook. Russell yes. Westbrook yeah. I'm with them when they boo Russell Westbrook. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I've openly <laughs> talked about how much I want him to be traded for a month. Uh, I'm yeah, I mean, definitely... Russell, the- like that Russell Westbrook was like, okay, well they have their fall guy now. Like, oh Dennis, yeah, Dennis Schroeder, Dennis Schroeder wasn't wasn't big enough to be the fall guy. Like, <laughs> it wasn't, you know what I mean? Like that was the biggest, I think, the biggest issue uh, with him was like he was not, he he didn't matter enough to to like be like, oh well, this is why we didn't win. Well, um, and I have a take on yeah. who should be the fall guy here, frankly. Like, yes, Russell Westbrook is a problem, but that was never going to work out. Uh, it's um. Anthony Davis is like an absentee landlord. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like, I, I will, the trade for me is always like, all right, I mean, they, it, it worked out. Uh, especially given the fact that they couldn't keep all, you wouldn't be able to keep all those guys. They're, they all make like $20 million now. Right. Um, right, right, right. Yeah. But yeah. like, but it's just that they gave up so much on the margins that they didn't have to give up. I feel mm-hmm. like is, is right. And, right. And now, and now we're seeing that. Um, like it's the know, one time like, <laughs> yeah it's just ugh. but but, Dave doesn't, you know, but even he, when he's I, playing it's like he's not playing you know what i mean no well LeBron, <laughs> yes. LeBron, is not, lebron is not a good mentor for anthony davis <laughs> like it's not like yes lebron is playing for like he can like take shit time off and he's just that good and, and also he does look like ad is clearly taken on LeBron and like he's like coasting off of LeBron's reputation almost. Yeah. Uh-huh. It feels like 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 dude, you don't you don't care you don't care that all these guys who you definitely considered better than have surpassed you yeah, in the yeah. last two years. Like it, it doesn't bother him at all. It yeah, like it used to be like it used to be like AD and Giannis, like those are the same guy. And now, and now it's now... like, well, Embiid's better than him, Jokic is better than him. Uh like there's yeah. a Gobert argument, dude. If based yeah, on how the T, based on play how Cat has played this year, like if Cat oh, can no, mor- too far. well, but if he can miraculously, <laughs> yeah, but what what I'm saying is if he could, if Cat miraculously beats the shit out of a like a the of. A they Warriors beat the Jazz. Team. No, something. I was gonna say a Warriors team that uh looks ripe for the picking for a guy like Cat at the moment. If he like has a playoff series where he gets like thirty and twelve and beats the Warriors, then it's like, oh, yeah. maybe maybe Cat's there. You yeah, know what I mean, I mean? Yeah, I mean it would probably require Draymond Green being in the hospital. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> you know that. But yeah, yeah, I get it. It just feels, Joey. It I just. 
Julian, I feel like I have seen Anthony Davis play so much more as a Laker than I ever did as a Pelican. Mm -hmm. But it seems like he goes to the locker room with what seems like an injury that has maimed him for life, like every two weeks. You know what? And you, he did that just as much on the Pelicans. He did that a lot noticed. on the Pelicans because I was because I was playing I was playing DFS a lot. Um, oh yeah, and I and I would pick it, and I just like stopped picking Anthony Davis because he wouldn't finish games. Uh, yeah, so that's the that I think, but it, it's consistent. It's a lot. He did, but he didn't do this. He didn't. The annoying part is he didn't do this in, in the uh, in the nineteen twenty twenty season in the okay. championship season. Yeah, and like he like, would get hurt. He got legitimately hurt and played through it. And Joey, your theory is that he just has an incredibly low tolerance for that pain. Is my, that is my theory on Anthony Davis, yeah. is like, compared to other NBA players, his pain tolerance is zero, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would explain a lot. He's just like, he's just a weird, he's a very weird athlete. Like, it's hard to, like, you never, you'll never see a guy look like, oh, this is the best basketball player in the world, and also just kind of falling down a lot. Yeah. Like, it's a weird, you never see that juxtaposition. I, I mean, the weird uh, thing. You know, his brand is looking, like, like looking really weird, too. Like, he's just leaned into, I have a unibrow, I'm not going to do anything about it, and, in fact, I can't possibly turn it into two eyebrows because of my personal branding. It's That's just, still so weird to the, me. The weirdest thing to me about him is, like, as a guy who, like, Anthony Davis in college was, like, incredible, right? He's, like, one of the best college players ever. And it was because he had those skills and also played hard all the time. And now I feel like he doesn't play hard ever. Right? Right. He, he, <laughs> he like, busted his 2020. Yeah. Like, that season was incredible. Like, he, yeah. he was... There's like but, zero complaints. There's no complaints to be had. There, there was the one game that people complained about during the championship year was the first. Uh, I think the first game against Portland mm-hmm. that they lost. He kind of and then they just blew the doors off. Oh, uh, you mean where playoffs, Dame right? Time happened? Yes, uh. <laughs> Dame Time, the, the high point of, of Dame Malone's career. Um, they, the, the winning a one playoff game against a team that eventually won a championship is probably the the high the high water. Um, I gotta say I think I think also maybe it helped that he had an NBA season where he could rest for four straight months Mm -hmm. that that might have also (laughs) yes he didn't have any strongly worded letters to write out he didn't have to write a letter because Kobe died in the game after the the letter to the commissioner well, all right. Um, so then what happens, Sean? We need to take a detour into our sad uh, fandom. Uh, yes. LeBron dropped 56 on a uh, flailing Warriors team. Uh, uh-huh. It's the one good thing that's happened to the Lakers in a month. On uh, national TV. On national TV. Um, Sean, uh, let's briefly talk. Uh, what's wrong with the Warriors? <laughs> uh, you know, I'm I'm less panic than many Warriors fans, despite them losing, like, what, four out of their last five? Uh, one last nine. Night. The Clippers um, suck, but yeah, yeah, they've lost a lot. 
They've lost um, eight of ten, I think. Eight of ten. Or eight of eleven, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, I think that, like, fundamentally, um, they are in playoff prep mode. And once they realize they couldn't get the number one seed over the Suns, uh, Steve Kerr is not necessarily coaching to win a lot. Um, just feels like um, it's been basically they lost Draymond Green at the exact same time they got Clay Thompson back. Mm-hmm. And it's like thrown off the balance of the entire team, especially because. This is the one year where the Lakers, where the Warriors don't have um, a bunch of bigs that are maybe, uh, I guess, like oafs, would uh-huh. you say, Joey? Yep. Like, they, they usually have, like, a three-oaf. And I don't mean that totally pejoratively. Like, Andrew Bogut was, like, a very high-level oaf. Zaza Pachulia is, like, a clever oaf. But, like... Steve Kerr loved just throwing out seven footers to set screens and, and lose finals games. Yeah. And uh, lose finals saying, games. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I would, I would say like, like one of the secret reasons that they lose in 2016 that no one mentions is there's a play where J.R. Smith gets his shot blocked by Andrew Bogut and then somehow ends up driving his shoulder into Bogut's knee. Like, Mm -hmm. one of the dirtier plays you're going to see, but there was so much other weird stuff happening. Anyway, um, it's probably good that they didn't have a bunch of guys that aren't going to play in the playoffs, but it really, this is the time of year where you need those oafs to get rebounds and just, like, keep miles off your dudes. So, uh, I mean, I just, I'm not as worried as everybody else. I just don't, I just don't think they're like prioritizing winning exactly right now. It's it, they're more prioritizing, mm-hmm. like getting clay going and like seeing the rotation players. They like just weren't playing their G league guys. their their two way guys, even in situations where they needed an extra guard because mm-hmm. those guys weren't playoff eligible. Uh, I disagree with you. I think there was a moment where they were trying to win and um, Clay Thompson and Andrew Wiggins um, being well, Wiggins has, pretty Wiggins bad has, uh, stopped them bad. from winning. Like there was a chance, there was a time when they were chasing the Suns and they just kept losing games because their wings are bad. And Steve Kerr sort of refused to play. Um, some guys that would have helped them more, uh, the younger guys, but luckily it seems, it appears he's, uh, learned from this, um, a little bit, hopefully. Um, uh, yeah, I just, I just think that, um, some of the struggles they're having are that Clay Thompson is shooting a lot and he's not quite back and they are clearly giving him the green light. Now, Andrew Wiggins kind of sucking. I think is sort of related to him having to play power forward all the time. Um, they, they like the Warriors love playing guys up a position, you know, in, in the playoffs, but it just like that wears you out. You know, it, it, I understand why Anthony Davis didn't want to play center all the time during the regular season. Like, like it is not a great sign for his fortitude, but like it does, wear you out and it's like weird to play out of position that's that's 
I mean, obviously, he also seems to have gotten psyched out by becoming an all-star starter. That but is like, my take. Uh, is he feels like he's accomplished something because he made an all-star game. <laughs> But, I mean, I just I just think it's hard to discount that you're playing a guy at power forward that's never played power forward before, and that's what he does most of the mm-hmm. time now. And if only they had uh, a power forward on the roster who uh, dunks all the time and plays really hard. All right. Um. Well, actually, Julian, you're a uh, you're impartial here. What do you think is wrong with the Golden State Warriors? <laughs> I I mean. I think not having anybody that's big and strong other than when Kuminga is the biggest and strongest guy you have, that's not great. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but I'm not, I, I think I lean towards Sean, like long-term. I think the only thing that, the only thing that I confident in saying is that negative thing about the Warriors is that they're not the Suns, right. but the Suns are just better, but that's about it. Like I still think that they're better than every other team in the West. Like, Assuming that Draymond will be healthy at some point. If Draymond isn't healthy, then they're not good. Yeah, they're screwed anyway, basically. I I agree with that, too. Yeah, like, I mean, the thing is, they didn't... I I know they didn't make any... I I mean, I know they didn't make any moves at the deadline, but it's just kind of like... They're screwed if Draymond's not back. I still kind of think that... uh, They're they're a little precious about their own guys, and they should have probably just gotten a center at the expense of like losing their 15th man. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, other than that, it's just kind of like, uh, you know, there's, it's not like you can really replace Andre Iguodala. I mean, he's not that important and he can't play that much, but like, it's still these same with Wiseman, like Wiseman probably is not going to be much of a contributor, but there's, there's nothing that's, there's no better option than just hoping Wiseman can do something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I, I mean, like, I don't know where that, yeah. Like Deandre Jordan would not have, would not have helped them. I don't think. No. Um, right. Like it's not worth, yeah. Like it's not worth, I don't know. The Warriors are a good vibes team. I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm like cutting a guy, waving a guy to sign Deandre Jordan. Yeah. Or, and they have a Tristan Thompson. And they have a bunch of, they have a Who bunch of like, <laughs> and like, and like, oh, Otto Porter broke down a little bit when he had to play a lot of minutes. Like, who would have ever guessed that? Like, everyone in the league, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah, that's, 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 that's what happened to Carmelo. Like, they, Anthony Davis falling apart always kind of made Carmelo play early <laughs> in the season, which, was, which Carmelo was one of the good signings, mm-hmm. but like, now he's, now he's dead. Like he, he he has like one good one every, once every fifth game he can he can get put it together because he was playing like thirty three minutes for stretches early in the season like that was never a, a, a sustainable thing um, you know but what yeah like what, what, whatever they, they fucking suck <laughs> um, <laughs> well so that's crazy. where it's time to talk about Russ um, yes. This came out this week. Uh, Russ is uh, said that his wife is getting death threats from Lakers fans, but then gave a um, insane series of quotes about how uh, people aren't allowed to call him Westbrick anymore. 
so so she had basically she went on a bit of a social media rant which was targeted at skip bayless now which she is correct fair. that skip bayless <laughs> is being a child she uh she got mad that he blocked her on the internet he actually did not uh i would go through this whole thread but i'm just gonna pick one of them uh name calling or stereotyping colon this is a definition giving a person or an idea a bad label by using an easy to remember pejorative name that is used to make us reject and condemn a person or idea without examining what the label really means and she's talking about Westbrook, which mm-hmm. that's not it is name calling i guess but it's not stereotyping like that's yeah he, doesn't, he, he misses a lot of shots <laughs> that's also not even what name call her definition was also not what uh name calling or stereotyping are mm-hmm. either um i don't really think that name calling is to make people condemn anyway um but they were really yeah. upset about westbrook and like it's weird that in this rant she kind of like tosses off and rusted this too of like yeah people were you know sending death threats online but really what happened was people were calling me using this nickname i hated um so i'm gonna read this joey do you want to do a dramatic reading of this or should i do i'll read it okay yeah i'll read it okay okay when it comes to basketball i don't mind the this is russell westbrook we should say russell westbrook Yeah, yeah yeah sorry when it comes to basketball i don't mind the criticism of missing and making shots but the moment it becomes where my name is getting shamed it becomes an issue i've kind of let it go in the past just because it never really honestly me and my wife were at a parent teacher conference for my son and the teacher told me noah he's so proud of his last name he writes it everywhere he writes it on everything definitely didn't happen he tells everybody like what he's so proud of his last name he tells everybody he walks around and says I'm Westbrook. Westbrook, that's my last name. And I kind of sat there in shock. And it hit me. Damn, I can no longer allow people, for example, Westbrook, to me, is now shaming. It's like shaming my name. It's my legacy for my kids. Yeah, he's he's decided he needs to put a stop. To people making fun of him. Here's my take on. Oh this. my god, it, this this rant is so much longer than I realized, Joey. Uh, yeah, Sean, here's my take on this. I think Russell Westbrook's son has been watching Amazon's Reacher. Uh-huh. That's the only explanation <laughs> for this, and now is demanding that everyone call him Westbrook, just like uh-huh. Reacher's mother calls him Reacher. Uh-huh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, he's uh, also Russell Westbrook has a forty-seven million dollar player option for next season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think that's a pretty good legacy. Building that's a better that. legacy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I fine. here's my take on this. Uh, fans are bad. I get it. Um, but also, like, uh, this is sort of trying to take advantage advantage of the culture of uh woke NBA writers being like, yeah, you know what? Bullying is bad because they will fall for yeah. anything. He's really, yeah, yo, absolutely. This is like a yes. really calculated take. This is this guy's life. 
Uh, yes. But also, Russell Westbrook, who has never given a fuck about anything, right? Uh, but like, also, oh, yeah. this is very <laughs> funny. Just, it's so funny to me. Like, I do think we should talk about like the line, probably between like where fans can be mad at somebody. Uh, but yeah, West Brick was is not it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, pretty pretty mild. Yeah, it's like the most mild possible. Like yeah. it's. Like, like, dude, you you played in Utah and didn't flip out when that guy like dropped an N bomb on you or whatever happened. Yeah, you know, like he's you been like, come on, dude. yes, he's clearly like playing on as, as you mentioned. He's 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 he knows he knows they would eat it up. He knows like just like uh you know yeah you already I mean, said it. It's just it's just, it's just funny. It's fucking it's just fucking hilarious. Like that's also he's nut, dude. He's clearly mad at LeBron too. That's who he's mad mm-hmm. at. It's not. Which is LeBron calling him Westbrick? Is that what this is about? <laughs> <laughs> kind of. <laughs> yeah, I think that uh, his endorsement of booing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm with. I'm with you. When you boo, when you say Westbrook, I'm saying Westbrick. Yeah. When, <laughs> a, when you threaten to kill his wife, I'm threatening to kill his wife. <laughs> Fans broken, <laughs> and now he's like, he's like to this. Like it, it pushed him to this point. A guy who was like, he, it's just crazy. And I think, I think this is a, an example of like why why guys don't generally want to go to their hometown because I don't like I don't right. think it would be as bad if, if Westbrook wasn't from LA. Right. Mm-hmm. I think there's an added layer of disappointment in like a home the hometown hero narrative also going south. Yeah, this is and like people are just flipping out. <laughs> This is actually where it might be time to applaud Paul George for choosing the Clippers over the Lakers. <laughs> because right. he yeah, gets no the cares. homecoming, but also nobody gives a shit. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, he just... Don't, don't Paul George's parents not like to fly or something like yeah, that? Yeah, they're... Yeah, they, that's, why he went to, that's why he went to Fresno State, because uh, he... Yeah, they could drive there. Yeah, so, I mean, he's winning, honestly. No one cares that he's been sitting out for... They're just like, yeah, we 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 love you anyway. You chose the Clippers. Take as much time as you need to recover from this injury. Uh, just listen to this yeah. terrible band at the arena groundbreaking. That's all we ask of you. All right. Um. So the funniest thing to me about the Lakers is uh, all of this is happening. They're really really bad. They're nine and twenty on the road. <laughs> um. <laughs> They're two and eight in their last ten games, uh, but there is no possible way that they can drop out of the play-in game. Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like it is mathematically impossible that they're not gonna play in some form of higher stakes game here. Um, Yes. Are they gonna make the playoffs, Julian? That's my question for you. Who would they they play the Clippers, right? They would play the Pelicans first. And then after the right now, if the season ended now, yeah, I mean, 
these are almost these yes, are almost I feel locked in right now. It would Minnesota playing that they would play the the Timberwolves Clippers winner if they got past the Pelicans. I do think they would, and I think that I because like here's the thing, like, and this is why that also the the LeBron Wash King thing is so annoying. Like everybody who's a, who who actually watches and like follows the league. I think would 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 say yes. I think LeBron can muster two insane games back to back against the the Clippers and the Pelicans. I don't think anybody like LeBron can try enough to just win those two games. Mm-hmm. Especially given, given the Clippers have like the Clippers don't actually even have like the dudes to like beat a, a LeBron who gives a shit, right? No, like, not LeBron at all. Could, given 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 that they could fall like the Lakers can, pretty much can't fall out of it. LeBron could coast the rest of the season as he's been doing, like, and do his in, mm-hmm. his in-game load management. Well, he's doing <laughs> an insane thing right now where he's very clearly trying, like, trying to win the scoring title. Yes, <laughs> yes. by playing in so, games so, so, that they're so, losing so, by like thirty. I think, I think his knee. I think his knee is mostly fine, right? Uh-huh. Like, I, 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 yeah. I, I believe, like, and so. But then the only thing that makes me question it <laughs> is, that, is, is this. Does LeBron think that he can get Palinka fired if they lose the play in the first place? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, because I do think that that is less of an indignity than, like, getting swept mm-hmm. in a playoff series. Just mm-hmm. one in, so that's the, it's, it's not a whether or not, uh, whether they can or not, because LeBron can do it. It's whether he <laughs> wants to do it or not. Is how I, is how I see it because yeah, there's like the Pelicans maybe you know because they have they have as as uh, they have uh, as Ricky G would say two fucking dudes uh, with uh, <laughs> Ingram and CJ like they actually have dudes so like maybe they could do it you know but I think it's better it's it, it, it's it's all like it's so tied up in LeBron LeBron's weird uh, passive aggressive narrative mm-hmm. which is again to, to compare to compare this to 2012. The 2012 Lakers, like it's so, it's so funny how like, just how ins- how he's equally insane, as Kobe, just in a totally passive aggressive way. Right. Like it's the same thing. It's just like all passive aggressive. It's 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 he's like Kobe was like the, the like I'm gonna go like just my myth going balls to the wall always and like uh-huh. you know I whereas LeBron's is like. How can I backdoor my way into this when this team sucks? <laughs> whereas, 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 you know, going out like Scarface was always like his thing. Well, like I'm there gonna was shoot this... times and we're gonna lose. We're gonna lose by twenty, but, it's gonna, but that's Mama Mentality. Yeah, but there it's was gonna this, be. Like, there was this incredible <laughs> story that came out about his Mamba mentality in some game where he separated his shoulder, and then it was like he didn't come out of the game. He played left-handed and. And then I looked up the box score to that game. Yeah, he took one left-handed shot. He played another 90 seconds, and the Lakers lost that game by, like, 20 points. But but it's, like, incredible myth-making. It was much better than LeBron. Like, he's much better at it than LeBron's myth-making. LeBron's just a better player. So people think that his his myth-making is better, but it's not. It's it's very lame and not good. It doesn't – it doesn't – Kobe was a showman, at least. Overrated showman, but he was a showman. <laughs> you know, this yeah, is like this is LeBron. Just all, this is just, LeBron is, this is just like shitty. this is not good theater. 
LeBron, like, somehow has forgotten that, like, he's better at basketball than Kobe. You know what I mean? Where, like... Yeah. He's like, like he's the best... Like... <laughs> the basketball... Like, LeBron still plays amazing f- basketball, uh, but it's like he only cares about, like, the worst shit on earth now. Like... <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. He doesn't... He really, really wants to be liked where Kobe was able to lean into I'm feared like I I am a villain and LeBron can only pull that off for like a week and then it's like oh I really I really actually care about how many likes this tweet gets mm-hmm. you know taco yes. tuesday like, like Kobe Kobe is like in the Jordan mode of like I'm actually on a different level like I'm too good for this petty stuff mm-hmm. like even though he wasn't uh, that's the difference between LeBron. Oh, no, he was, and Kobe. But, but he was just Kobe was like quiet. I don't know. He just had. A, he, he was better at the game. He had. A, he put on a better yeah. act, basically. And LeBron, it's like he he loves to like call out the haters, but then he apologizes to the fans and like. And I can't tell if maybe he was more insulated in Cleveland, but I kind of think that. Maybe Laker Nation has broken LeBron a little bit, too. I actually have... I have a theory about this. I think I've said it on the show. I think what's happened to LeBron is that the Warriors broke him. Like, his brain, right? Like, he's someone who, like, everything he ever thought was going to happen was going to happen, right? So, like... He was going to be the best player ever. He was going to win more finals than Michael Jordan and be the greatest player of all time. And then he didn't win. He lost in the finals a bunch and the narrative in his head changed. And now he doesn't know how to recover from it. So it becomes like this flailing thing where it's like, um, okay, I'll make the scoring title this year. Um, um, I'm gonna make Space Jam. Um, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna be a media mogul. Um, um, po- Taco Tuesday the podcast. Um, <laughs> like it's like the one time the thing he did, like the th- like. it's the one time the thing he didn't visualize happening didn't happen and now he does not know how to act (laughs) can i short-circuited his brain (laughs) can i can i tell you something embarrassing i said yesterday just really quickly um i was at a comedy show and i was at like an outdoor place on a tuesday and they weren't selling tacos and and a comedian was like hey why don't they I don't think I'm talking to be a really easy gimmick. They already sell Mexican food. And I was like, well, that's because LeBron has the trademark on Taco Tuesday. <laughs> and people were dead silent. And I was like, oh, right. Uh, that's 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 something just we talk about all the time. <laughs> now, the, uh, here, here's the thing. Like, with the, the weirdest thing about all of this, right? I don't know. All right. So, like, on one level, we, them telling LeBron, no, we're not going to give up the 2027 pick. <laughs> to trade for fucking John Wall. Sorry. Like, okay. That's a competent decision, right? Uh-huh. But like, but these are, de- these are definitely incompetent people. And the one thing, like, the Lakers, they can, they can win in spite of a, like, because of the advantages they have. They can win in spite of a lot of things. But I don't think, 
like they can be bad. Like Genie can be stupid. They could have a bad GM. They, all these things can be true, and they can and they could still win win because they're the Lakers. Mm-hmm. But they can't be bad at star fucking. Right. right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they've never been bad at. <laughs> like in a vacuum is competent, but it's also like you're you're getting away from the core tenet of Lakerdom, which is star fucking. Like, what do you do? Like, that's bad. So it's kind of it's like it's a very weird place to be in. Um. And I just don't know. Uh, yeah, like especially that, because the, the like fact... Palenka's whole thing is being a star fucker. Yeah, like right. that's Why how he got it? the job because he was Kobe's yeah, ultimate star fucker. Like, and now he knew Heath Ledger too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, that's the weird. That's the strange part to me is that they like. I would feel worse today if they did that trade. Right, because mm-hmm. it's just hey, you can't do that. That pick is good. Pick but is also, awesome. what if John Wall is tight? You never know. <laughs> I have I have my doubts about John Wall being tight. <laughs> I think, could he be tighter than Westbrook? Yes, but also like I feel like just stretching Westbrook is a better option. Than uh, yeah. That at the end. <laughs> uh, but you know, I, I man, like it, it's just it's it's weird. It's also just weird to see LeBron. He's flexed his his power so much, like backtrack because he's really like I just don't want to move, dude. Like, <laughs> right, right, right. He's like, ah, oh, it's it's so cold. it's so nice here. Like I lived it. I went back to Cleveland, and nobody would hold that against him if he was just like, no, this is like the twilight of my career. I like being here. My kids are growing up here. Like that would be a totally mm-hmm. normal and like justifiable. There, there are way worse things than like playing at the end of your career for forty million dollars a season on the Lakers, right? Like people, that that's easily explainable as to why you'd want to do that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. In a league that now you have Giannis and all these fucking other guys who are like bigger and faster than LeBron at this point, uh-huh. like it's like it's it's okay, dude. Like, but <laughs> but he, he, but he, but not, but he's do, he's gonna do that anyway. But also like be embarrassing. It's just uh, I, it's like a cra- It's weird to see. <laughs> Like, because he's clutch has fucked this up too, but they're definitely more competent than than the uh, the Rambus Palinka uh, right. brain trust. That was actually going to be my next question: is who would Clutch like to install as GM of the Lakers? You think? Oh, God, probably like Kendrick Perkins. <laughs> probably like, and no, I'm thinking about probably like Ryan Coogler. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Michael B. Jordan has been named the, the, the GM of the Lake. I like that. What if it what if it was okay, like a weirder you know. guy you didn't realize LeBron like it was like Mike Epps? Yeah. He just he's like, I, I like I like the, the Fridays without Chris Tucker, honestly. What what not what non athlete has been on the, on the shot the most times. Oh. But th- 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 that's not Maverick Carter. Yeah. Oh, that's who they'd want to make. What about Drake? Would Maver- Drake take Maver- the job? Carter, like, you ever, like, when you watch, like, and not to, like, whatever, like, you know, there's a lot of people, I'm not, I'm not going to start complaining about, like, guy gets a job for no other reason than his friend is, like, to get him the job. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to start complaining about that with Maverick Carter, especially when I root for the Los Angeles Lakers. All right. The um, people who've been like, on the shop. Maverick Carter mm. is so bad. Like, he's so, like, <laughs> not interesting. And, like, wait, what, what is this guy doing? 
how does this guy help you in any capacity? Like, uh, I don't know. I'm, the people who've been on the shop the most are someone named Paul Rivera, LeBron James, Maverick Carter. Then it's Gerard Carmichael, Draymond Ooh, Green, oh Meek Mill, Kevin Love, and Trey Young. Those are the only people who've appeared on more than one episode of the shop. How many years does Kevin Love have on his team? Is that who he wants to like, make the GM of the Lakers? Could he retire and be the GM of the Lakers? <laughs> Kevin, Kevin, so Kevin Love and Ryan Coogler are the, are the two favorites. In, what if in, he made Gerard Carmichael? The, 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 Gerard's <laughs> like, yeah. He's like dressing like well, an astronaut at press conferences. and He is signed for 2023, Kevin Love. Oh, Paul Rivera is a Nike executive, Joe. Oh, great. That's probably who they'd want to make the GM then, right? <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That's a good one, yeah. But they, you know my favorite kind of uh, LeBron tweet has become over the last couple of years is the one where there's another sporting event going on and like, is like fake scout LeBron. Where he like, oh, like, yeah. Where he, where, he, where he declares that he was like the first person to think that like some guy who it's like, you know, a, 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 high, a mid first round pick in the NFL was going to be good at football. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh man, CD Lamb, nobody saw that coming. Look at him. <laughs> well, <laughs> what? Did, how did you feel about LeBron trying to make? Oh, uh, yes. The, we never talked about it on this, this show, but LeBron yes. <laughs> trying to make the Rams parade a Lakers parade too for a championship he won two years ago. <laughs> I mean, the Rams probably. Yeah. <laughs> like, that would have been incredible. Doing, doing the, yeah. And the, he, I guess he, he claimed he wanted to fold in the Dodgers too, but mm-hmm. I mean, he just wanted, he wanted that championship parade. He also has been uh, praising Les Sneed a lot in the press. <laughs> you guys, the list of people. The Rams parade like a bringer show? <laughs> yeah. The list of people who've been on the shop is crazy, by the way. Um, uh, Okay, you want me to go through it? All right. Um, (laughs) Elena Deladon, okay. Ben Simmons, okay. Yeah. Victor Oladipo. Leave out out athletes. Okay, all right. Well, but I'm going to pick weird weird ones. Weird notable athletes. Yeah, Yeah. Mo Bamba. <laughs> Mo Bamba Why was on, an on the shop. <laughs> <laughs> Lena Waith, uh, Mary oh, J. Blige, <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel, John Stewart. Okay. Uh, <laughs> John Stewart is weird on the shop because he is he is really monopolizing the conversation. There's there's one. All of these are self except Kenny Duncan. Who is credited as barber for Ben Simmons? <laughs> ben Simmons demanded his own barber, or he wouldn't. He he was he would just sit out and not talk. Apparently, right. they should have a barber on every episode. <laughs> like a per, like a celeb barber, yeah. Yeah, because like talking in a barber shop, there's no barber. But yeah, I'm just gonna start picking out random people now. Uh, Bill Hader has been on the shop. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, because they were in Trainwreck together. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> Rick Rubin, Jimmy Iovine, Charlemagne the God, Gavin Newsom. <laughs> Gavin Newsom? Why? <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Chadwick Boseman, Whoopi Goldberg, Hassan Minaj, <laughs> Stacey Abrams, such a sadness. Bad <laughs> Bunny, Chelsea Handler, James Corden. <laughs> James Corden was on the shop. God. <laughs> They all, like LeBron, uh, would lie about having read the autobiography of Malcolm X. <laughs> <laughs> so, Weedy, Jadakiss, um, <laughs> Donald Glover, and Jay Balvin. Pretty amazing. Um, <laughs> Gavin Newsom, Gavin Newsom being on the shop is so funny. All right. Uh, hey, guys. Hey, guys. Gavin Newsom. Now I talk like Batman for no reason. Uh, yeah. Oh, you getting a fade? Uh, yeah, 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 this sounds good. You know, I begged my campaign manager's wife, right? He was my best friend. Uh, <laughs> Strike for greatness. Oh, um, God. All right. Sean, is that our show? <laughs> I kind of, I mean, I was, I was really happy that we talked about the parade because I forgot to put that down, and uh, it's amazing. Um, oh, oh, just uh, what do you think they're gonna do next year, Julian? Like, obviously they they're moving Westbrook, right? I feel like they're gonna find they're gonna just in the in the most Lakers way they're gonna find a way, like a. a they're going to find a way out of it. Yeah, somehow, yeah. Like, like, Bradley Beal is just going to fall in their lap, get, right? They're going to get somebody good out of, like, yeah, out of some stupid shit that happened, right? Because, like, uh-huh. probably because some, some other team got scared to do the trade or do some whatever move that could have been there for them, which is, like, how every, you know, it's, it, it's they're going to, they're going to, they'll, they'll get to flexing the clutch muscle and, like, it'll, fig, they'll figure something out and it's going to be annoying because, like, it's only going to make, you know, it's only going to like entrench all the dumb people. Like, cause Kurt Rambis isn't going anywhere. They might get pulled into fire. I think that's always a possibility. I think that's definitely right. Possible. Right, right, right. Isn't that uh, what has to happen? Like, I guess here's well, there has my to be question. A sacrifice, right? At what point? Yeah, it can't just be one. But to me, Palinka isn't even really part of like, the quote-unquote Laker family. Like, they chose him over Magic Johnson. That's how fucking crazy that is. <laughs> um, right, but, but I think it's because you can't talk Magic Johnson. <laughs> right, Like, right. if he's there. And then, like, you know, like, these people can't, you know, if, if Magic's around a little bit, he can't, like, they can't do any of that shit, which is hilarious. That, like, the, the kind of, um, the organizational integrity and like chain of command, it like relies on Magic Johnson, who <laughs> doesn't show up most of the time, and who like and like and and, and, and he's and the funny part is like she's like talking to Magic and like fucking Phil Jackson, and it's like just is it? I guess it just boils down to she's just like she's just incredibly cheap and and acknowledge uh-huh. openly she doesn't understand basketball so she talks to <laughs> magic she gets free advice from these people uh-huh you know, is the like it's just so fucking weird well like, it, it, it's, to me it feels like somebody who like didn't make friends after graduating college <laughs> you know, like, like, how, yeah how, like she just is yeah, never like, like she does comedy dude uh, right <laughs> Like my like I'm I'm hoping the 
she becomes like good friends with like fucking I don't know like Judy Gold or something. And maybe this, maybe that's how Linda Ramis gets five gets like kicked out of there or something. Yeah, the, the Judy Gold's like, like, yeah, you listen to her. Here's what you got to do. Yeah, you, you, you get your premise, you figure it out, you figure out who's not helping you. You talk to the people who can help you. She needs she needs to get rid of Jay Moore too. He's uh heard some heard some like yeah. really troubling stories about his backstage behavior. Not like not not like he's getting well, not not like sexual things, but. Just Gross. he's a jerk. We've Just heard some pretty, things yeah, yeah, that he's yeah, a yeah, jerk. Exactly. Um, We've heard he's a real jerk. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah it's just who are, who are, like that's how they've lost their way. Is like, like really, Jay Moore? Like, come on, you could do a better celebrity than Jay Moore. Yeah, like you could. Genie could do better than Jay, and he's not. Can't even say he's a good guy. Like he's a piece <laughs> of shit. Yeah, he's he's terrible. <laughs> Yeah, like, like, like I'm trying to think of like a a a Jay a Jay Moore level comedian who at least is like a decent person. Be like, oh, okay, well, she found love, good for her. But Jay Moore's a scumbag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> they gave him, you know, he was the he hosted the official Lakers podcast for a while, and oh, I guess they told him like, this is, you can't do that. This is terrible. It's like, <laughs> a bad look, dude. Well, that's the funny <laughs> thing. Uh, the I can tell HBO's sort of fucking up with the uh, Lakers show they have on right now because like they're they're like aiming it straight at Lakers fans. The they had an after show hosted by Rick Fox talking about how the show is part of Laker Nation. Yeah, uh, our our friend our friend Chris Garcia uh, has suggested that Jerry West should be hosting this 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 after show. Uh, Chris Hardwick style, and it should be called uh, "Facing the Jerry." I think no, the Jerry's out. The Jerry's out. That's pretty. That's got to be uh, O'Shea Jackson Jr. has to be pretty fucking sad that he didn't get picked to host that show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's our episode. Julian, where can our listeners find you? Uh, at Juice Manji on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, is there any pre-workouts you want? Oh yeah, today? good call. Um, it's called Black Tulip that I'm excited to try. <laughs> um, the the ones that are named after like war crimes are uh, <laughs> are getting discontinued. Uh-huh. Uh, with with, with is it know, because of the, the current reason. climate? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not a good look. To, um, there was another one called <laughs> uh, Stim Reaper that I recently had that I liked. Um, but yeah, the, the war crime ones are, are few and far between the brand that I mostly buy from, they, they also make this black tulip one. Um, but gen, they, the black tulip, uh, is a break from their usual names that they use. Cause they're all their pre-workouts are band movie titles, mm-hmm. uh, like hard, hard target, um, double, <laughs> uh, um, uh, their, 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 their combat pre-workout is called Kumite. Uh, so, the, the, but yeah, um, no, the, 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 the names haven't been as good lately because of the, the recent, uh, recent, and then they just kind of lost after Biden won, they lost their will. All the, all the reactionaries <laughs> who make a free workout, they just like they like they weren't gonna make a free, free, free workout called like Fuck Dominion, like so they just didn't have, they didn't have any energy after. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, Sean, so where can people uh, see you doing stand-up and or read your writing? 
Oh, okay. Uh, Golden State of Mind. Thank you for mentioning that, Joey. Uh, I'll be at Sally Tomatoes in Rohnert Park on uh, March 15th. And then I'll be at Three Disciples Brewing in Santa Rosa on the 25th. And then you can see me at the punchline on May 4th with the very funny Chris. Um, great. As for me, you can always follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, where on um, March 5th, I tweeted, had a great start to the race, moved up five spots in seven laps, but then had a shock mount break in half, ending my race early. Sucks, oh. but it happens. On to the race next weekend. <laughs> Glad he's driving cars again. Thank um, God. Thank God. Sean, did you write a song? I did. Uh, this is a tribute to um, uh, Nate Duncan's favorite NBA coach, Greg Popovich. He's about to become the the most winning coach in NBA history. Ooh, Don Nelson should have that record forever. <laughs> yeah, they, he might retire out of a tribute to, to, to Donnie, the greatest living American. Uh but I wrote a song with uh, my friend Brett Michaels. It's called Top Winning Pop. Um, great. That's playing under us now. Trust the process. Trust the process. And uh, shut it down. Um, stop shaming Russell Westbrook. What's got him so surly? It's like Chris Posture's passed away. Like the coyote, he's been squirrely. Is it cause he's in the CIA? It's because for coaches he's at the top. Tim Duncan did a shack's a cop. NBA wins with that's a 335. Yes, Doug Moe is still alive. Top winning pop. San Antonio Savior. Top winning pop. He's rude to Greg Sager. Top winning pop, 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 pop. Never coach the Lakers. Top winning pop, he's eating in the bay. He's got up to Nelly. And he's got more rings than LeBron. Loves Marco Bellinelli. But never smoking Woody Hillsong. Got more wins than many. Georgia Pat. Manu Ginobili wants murder to bat. He's a master, but he don't do Zen. Becky Hammond's a Russian citizen. Top winning pop. Eats at Bottega. Top winning pop. Mentor James Borrego. Up winning pop 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 Newman well Noriega Top winning pop just that's the NSA You say the Spurs are boring Well DeJounte Murray will dunk on your face The 2000s had no scoring For 15 years and he finally pushed the pace Just so we know, I legitimately believe that Greg Popovich was in the deep state. It's not just a theory, we really believe it's true. Drop right! Kawhi's gone. 
I think the coyote wears a thong. Top winning pop thinks the gathers a carry. Top winning pop, Tony Sexton misses Barry. Top winning pop, 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 pop drinks a lot of sherry. Top winning pop at 30, he went gray. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 